and welcome to this podcast, which is going to be called Running Through History. I and like this, that name. You like that? Yep. Because um, you, you like to run I and do. you'd like to teach history. I do. Two of my favorite things. Boom. Um, and so I'm Coach Tenderling, and this podcast is, I'm going to use this podcast throughout the year for my um, history classes and for my online government classes. And so there's going to be just... Or maybe a, sometimes in English. Maybe sometimes some crossover <laughs> in English. So it's going to be used for a variety of different things throughout the um, school year. And so this is the first episode. Woo woo. I guess I'm kind of like a guest. You are. <laughs> um, who are you? Oh, um, Goodman. Miss Goodman. Goodman. I'm not a coach. No. So no coach Goodman. You were a coach at one a time. A long time ago. She won volleyball coach at the New York <laughs> Station. Remind me to tell you that story sometime. Um, and so what we're going to use this first podcast for is to introduce summer reading. And so mm-hmm. one of the books that you guys have to read this summer is? 1984 by George Orwell. Now, y'all, this is one of the most famous, what's called a dystopian novel. Um, written in, what year was it written? It was written, it was published in 1949. Okay. So he did a, he must have written it in, you know, 48-ish, right? So 48, 84? Yep. Okay. So that's a good way for them to remember. True. Right? All right. Um, so a dystopian novel, just want to make sure you guys understand what that means. I'm not sure if you've read, um, read any dystopian literature. If you've read, um, not Kite Runner, um. Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. That's okay. a dystopian. Sure. Or what's the other one? Kind of like that. Um, Ooh. Reser- Divergent. Oh, right. Where That's, they're in the buildings yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. So those are dystopian. That's right. Um, so a dystopian novel, just to be clear, takes the... Um, kind of takes problems that are relevant in the author's society at the time in which the novel's written looks forward into the future and then presents a world that is in big, big trouble. Dire world, um, really no, um, kind of no hope. Everything has, um, everything is upside down and things are bad and and people are bad off. And the suggestion is, of course, by the author that whatever's going on in the world at the time is going to lead to that world if we're not all careful. So in a certain sense, dystopian literature is a warning Mm -hmm. to a current society about things that need to change lest something bad is going to happen. Instead of in contrast to, obviously, utopian novels that present a perfect world, um, dystopian literature suggests that um, this, you know, future is very recognizable because it's a descendant of the present. um, And, um, but but there is uh, something terrible has happened and the human condition is worsening and worsening and worsening. So George Orwell, if we think about the time that he was living, so if you guys think back in your history brains, or what you learned this past year in U.S. history about what was going on in the 1930s and 40s is the rise of totalitarianism. That in the 1930s, we have the rise of Hitler. We have Mussolini. We have um, Japan has turned themselves into a totalitarian military government. 
Um, and so he lived through that. George Orwell lived through World War One. He lived through World War Two, and he saw what was happening in his in in his world. So he wrote this dystopian novel to kind of say, "What if totalitarianism wasn't stopped?" So kind of what Ms. Goodman was just saying about this, you know, a warning. And one of the things that George Orwell said about this novel, it was a warning to the West about what would happen if somebody like Stalin wasn't stopped. And so this novel is basically set in 1984 to where totalitarianism hasn't been stopped. And there are three throughout the entire world, and you guys will see this map on the haiku page, where there are only three countries left. And they span over the entire globe. And so the setting of 1984 is in what is called Oceania. That is where Winston, the main character, that is where he he lives. And his, his base there is basically at what is modern-day London, and it's called Airstrip One. And so that's the world that he is living in, and he works for the party. And his main job, and so one of the things that we're going to focus on at the beginning of the year, his main job, he works for the Ministry of Truth, is to erase history and to change it and to edit um, pictures, to edit um, media, to edit print. Um, And so one of the things that we're going to look at at the beginning of the school year is freedom of speech. And so as you guys read the novel... Kind of think about that. Think about the world that has been created in this totalitarian state um, and what it means to have basic freedoms stripped from you, like the freedom of speech. All right. You think that's good? I do. I think that's I think that's good. We need to so we want to think about the novel in terms of the context, the time in which it was written, what was going on in George Orwell's world that might cause him to want to explore this particular idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we need, and then we need to think about, so that'll kind of be the historical perspective that we'll, that we'll take. And then um, from a kind of more literary perspective, we're going to look at the dystopian genre and why, why that is an effective technique that a writer might choose to use to tell a story as a way of trying to get um, mass readership to kind of pay attention to the problems in a different way yep. through the use of an, an, you know, an interesting story. Cause, cause beyond everything else, 1984 is just a, it's a good story. Yep. Characters that you'll care about, characters that you'll hate characters, right? That uh, a plot line that will oh, keep yeah. you engaged. Yeah. It's, it's broken down in, into three books and there are chapters in each book and there are a couple major twists that will, literally make your jaw drop so i think you'll just enjoy reading the story um and then when we all reconvene in august we'll take the historical perspective we'll take the literary perspective we'll kind of put them all together and then we'll let this maybe lead us into an exploration of the first amendment um free speech the idea of uh, freedom of expression Mm -hmm. and um talk a little bit about what that looks like in our world today yep All right, girls. Well, we hope you enjoy this book and have a good summer. Lovely summer. All right. See you guys in August.